Hello and welcome to the Create with Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Hutton. I'm a millennial business coach, a virtual assistant, social media strategist, and a confidence expert. And I am so excited that you are here joining me today. Inside the Create with Confidence podcast, we will dive into all things creating a career online, personal branding, social media marketing, mindset, confidence, and how you can build a freedom-based lifestyle. I want you to leave this podcast with confidence around your online business and the belief that your biggest dreams are possible for you. So let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of the Create with Confidence podcast. For those who are new to the podcast or are just new to following me in general, earlier in the year, I signed up to a gym and I actually hired a personal trainer because one of my big goals for the year was that I wanted to get stronger and hopefully along the way, I would lose a little bit of weight as well. But along the way, I found that there were so many parallels between going to the gym and working out and actually starting and growing my own business. And so I wanted to create this episode talking about five things that I learned about business from hiring a personal trainer. So let's get into it. Now, the first thing that I learned was that you can't be consistent when you are relying on motivation alone. Consistency is key. You would have heard that before. You know, consistency is key. Doesn't matter whatever goal you set yourself, it is always going to be key, whether it's business or whether it's working out. So if you can't show up for your goals consistently, you're never going to get there. Now, this is obvious. I'm sure you've heard this a million and one times, but when it comes to putting into practice, people always focus on the wrong things. So it's clear motivation, it's not always going to be there. It comes and goes. It's like waves. You know, sometimes you're feeling really inspired, really motivated. And other times you just can't be bothered and there's no way that you're going to do it. Right. So oftentimes you have this goal and let's just say maybe we're talking about, you know, going to the gym or you're going to wake up and go for a run. You know, the night before you set that intention, you say, right, tomorrow morning, I'm going to wake up early and I'm going to go for a run. And you know your intentions are really good. You really want to do it because you're motivated in that moment. But then the next morning rolls around and suddenly that motivation isn't there. You're tired. It's cold outside. You're comfortable in bed. You know, it's so much easier to just say, mm, I'm going to roll back over, hit that snooze button and, you know, maybe we'll do it tomorrow. And then what happens is you feel terrible about yourself. You go into a bit of a shame spiral because you've broken another promise to yourself and you've essentially not taken a step back, but you haven't taken that step forward that you promised yourself that you were going to do. And this process happens every single day. Doesn't matter what your goal is, whether it's going to the gym or whether it's your New Year's resolution or whether it's your business, this process happens every single day. Now, I mentioned New Year's resolution because it is most prevalent at this time. You know, there's a reason why gym memberships, they rise around Christmas and New Year's because people have the same resolution year after year after year. But by February, March, April, those dreams, they completely fall away because they're not able to hold motivation long enough to be consistent enough to see their goals through and to actually see the end result. So what do people do? They look for ways to improve their motivation. But we've already established that you can't rely on motivation alone, right? Because it comes and goes. So instead, what you need to be focusing on is your ability to keep promises to yourself and actually show up even in times of low or no motivation whatsoever. And that is so much harder because it involves doing things you often don't want to do. It means putting yourself out of your comfort zone and actually doing the thing despite every little thing inside you saying, "Mm, let's not, maybe tomorrow. 
saying, you know, just let's not do that today. (laughs) And that's why having a really, really strong why is so important. Because if you can be really sold on your vision, then you can operate from the version of you who has already achieved your goal. You can wake up and go on that walk, even when you want to stay in bed. You can go to the gym each and every single day, even though your muscles are sore and they're screaming at you to stay home. You know, it means that you can show up and promote your services online, despite being scared that everyone's going to judge you. Being sold on your vision is going to allow you to keep those promises to yourself. And when you can do that, you don't need to rely on motivation to take action. And therefore, you'll naturally reach your goals much quicker than somebody who's only taking action when they're motivated, you know, when they feel like taking action. So that's the first lesson. You can't be consistent when you're relying on motivation alone. You need to find ways to ensure that you're keeping promises to yourself, regardless of whether you feel like it or not. Now, the second lesson is that you can't measure your progress if you're changing your strategy every single week. And this is one that I am so, so guilty of, especially in the beginning of my business. You know, I've spoken in the first episode about how I was a self-proclaimed pivot queen, right? Now, this carried through because you know, we often say that how you operate in one aspect is how you operate in all others. And I found this pattern repeating itself when I started working with Jess, my PT. So when I started, she created a workout routine that, you know, we would put in my numbers each week and we really stuck to these programs for like, oh, eight weeks, six weeks, surely it was longer than six weeks. I think it was like eight weeks or 12 weeks. I can't really remember exactly, but I remember going in day in, day out and repeating the exact same things using the exact same machines over and over and over again. And I remember asking her in the beginning, like, why are we doing the same thing over and over and over again? Like, I'm bored. There's so many other things over here. Like, why can't we try this? Why can't we do that? And I did have two different programs. I had an upper body and then a lower body. And each program I would do twice a week. So it got old and it got boring pretty quickly. (laughs) There were so many other things that I wanted to try and I wanted to learn how to use and I wanted to mix it up to make it more interesting. But when I asked her if we could change it, she would always tell me, no, we stick to the course because that is the best way to measure your progress. And I realized this is a habit that I kept falling into. And it's so, and it's a habit that so many other people fall into as well, you know. We get distracted by so many other shiny objects, whether that's different information you think you need to know online, whether it's different platforms you think you need to master, different sales strategies that you need to try or, you know, things that you need to do differently in your business because it's, you know, working for them and not, you know, where current strategy is not working for you. Or maybe it's you going to the gym and there's different machines that you want to try. So when you're trying to focus on doing everything, it can be really hard to measure your progress, especially when it comes to the small things. So for example, if I was training legs, but I changed the machine each week, I wouldn't know that over the eight weeks, I was able to lift 40 kilos more than when I started. This can be applied to everything. So the important thing is to actually focus on just one metric. Keep it really simple. Keep it consistent. And of course, it might get repetitive, right? It's supposed to be repetitive. It might get boring. It's supposed to be because that is the best way to actually see your progress. Because on the other hand, you could switch it up, but at the end of the eight weeks, you'll feel like you have no results because you haven't given yourself enough time and enough consistency with one kind of course or one way to actually see the results that you're after. Now, the third lesson is to begin rewarding the action rather than the results. Because when you do that, it's actually going to take you so much further. Because here's the thing, your results are not linear. Growth isn't linear. 
Your weight is going to fluctuate. Your strength is going to fluctuate. Just like your sales and your business and your social media growth are all going to fluctuate as well. Some days you're going to hit new heights. Other days you're going to feel like you've taken 10 steps back. Or maybe you'll feel like you're right back where you started. You'll feel like you're at rock bottom. And if you're only celebrating the wins, then you'll feel like shit when you don't reach them. And if you have a few days or a few weeks where you don't reach those new heights, it can be really hard to keep showing up. It can be really, really hard to stay consistent and keep doing the same thing over and over and over again when it feels repetitive, it feels boring, and it feels like it's not working. But there's so many factors that contribute to your outcome. And there were so many days where I would go to my PT session and I would not see the results that I wanted. To my eyes, at the surface level, there was no improvement. You know, perhaps one day it was because I didn't eat breakfast. Another day it was maybe because I didn't sleep well. Another was maybe I was sick. And so the numbers I was hitting were lower than my session before. So if I'm just looking at the numbers, I could feel really terrible. I could add shame that, you know, I'm not good enough. I'm not achieving my goals. Or I could celebrate the action that even though I didn't feel like going, I still went. I still did the thing. And every little step you do takes you one step closer. And if we're relating this to business, you know, maybe it's that you didn't hit your launch goals. Maybe it's that you didn't sign that client. Maybe it's that you lost more followers than you gained. Maybe your post didn't get the views you wanted. At the end of the day, you tried your best. And that is worth celebrating because your growth isn't linear. And so if you can celebrate the action, the action steps that you've taken, it's going to take you further because you're going to be more inspired to keep going. Think about it like positive reinforcement. If you are rewarding yourself just for showing up, you're more likely to want to actually show up. And that's going to take you so much further than if you're only celebrating your results. Now, lesson number four is you're actually stronger and more capable than you think. You're just probably a bit scared to push yourself. Now, I did one PT session each week and I went probably two to three times, you know, on my own as well. So normally about four times per week. And I would find that I lifted way, way, way more during my PT session than I did when I was training on my own. And I think this was such a mindset thing and such a block because when I was lifting on my own, I had these subconscious, you know, beliefs and blocks telling me, oh, you can't lift that. You know, you're too weak. It's too heavy. But when I was training with Jess, I would just be talking away, telling her about, you know, my week or talking about the latest reality TV show or whatever. And I would find that I often lifted way more because I wasn't paying any attention to what she was putting on there, what li- what weights she was putting on there. And so then I would lift and I would, you know, keep talking and <laughs> all that kind of stuff. And then afterwards, she would be like, hey, you lifted five or 10 or 20 kilos more today. And each time I would be so shocked. I wouldn't believe her. I'd be like, oh, no. And I would have to have a look at it. And to my surprise, like I would have actually done it. Because at the end of the day, I'm telling myself, I'm weak, I'm not strong enough, I can't do it. And so when I'm training with somebody who actually does have faith in me and who believes in me enough to actually go, I think she can do it. I'm going to push her to see if she can. You know, she's not afraid to push me. She's not afraid to challenge me because she's been where I've been and she knows that I can do it even when I don't believe. And having somebody like that in your corner is really encouraging because like I said, every time it shocked me. I always improved on the last session. And even if I went into it feeling like, "Mm, don't know, I didn't sleep very well, or maybe I didn't have breakfast, you know, today's just not my day. Every single time I would walk out 
feeling so happy and so proud of myself. And I think this relates most out of all of the other ones that I've spoken to around business, because at the end of the day, like we tell ourselves stories that allow us to play small. But when you've got somebody else pushing you, giving you permission and really challenging you, you're able to reach new heights because whether you believe it or not, you are way more capable than you think. But because you haven't landed the five clients before, because you haven't had the 10K month before, because you haven't landed your first 1,000 Instagram followers before, you play small and you take little steps and you just ease your way in. Now, I started this, you know, this particular lesson off with saying it's because you're too scared to push yourself. And I think there is an element of, you know, fear of the unknown, but I do think that it goes deeper than that. It's the subconscious beliefs that you hold about yourself. Now, I did so much inner work around holding belief that it was possible for me, especially in business, because I grew up with no access to somebody who had done what I wanted to do in my real life. You know, sure, I saw them on Instagram, but I didn't know anyone in my real life who was doing it. And so I actually used the gym and lifting weights as my metaphor that it was possible. Because in the beginning of my gym journey, I struggled to lift the 20 kilo bar. And yet six months later, I'm now lifting 50 kilos. And so how you operate in one aspect of your life is how you operate in all others. I mentioned that before. So I would often say to myself, if I can do this in the gym, if I can hit 5, 10, 20 kilos more, when I don't believe that it's possible for me or when I didn't believe it was possible for me, then I can do that in my business now, even if I don't think it's possible because I've proven to myself that it is. Now, this brings us to the last lesson, and I've briefly touched on it in the previous lesson, and that is that support and guidance from somebody who has been where you are will get you to where you want to be quicker, and it's going to make it more enjoyable. If you can find somebody who you click with, somebody who access to the life that you want, learn from them, invest in them, invest in their energy, and just being around them. You absorb things and you learn so many things just by being in the energy and the sphere and the surrounding space of people who are already where you want to be and who have been on the same path that you were. It was crazy to me how much growth I saw when I was working with Jess compared to the sessions when I wasn't, or even if we go back further and compare it to me trying to figure it all out on my own before I even kind of hired her as my PT. When I was, when I just signed up and I walked in, I didn't even know how to use any of the machines. You know, there is an astronomical change. And so many people think that they can do it on their own. So why would they pay somebody? This goes for working out or learning how to use social media, learning sales, learning business systems. And of course you can. I'm not saying you can't, right? There's so many free things out there. You definitely can learn how to do it on your own, but what's more important to you, your time or your money? Now, personally, I've done the try it on your own thing. And I found that my time is way more valuable and trying to do it all isn't the most efficient or effective use of my time. So therefore, I would prefer to invest in somebody like a PT who can help me kind of shortcut through there. And I've also found that for me, it's a great way to meet new like-minded people whilst you're also working on your goals. So whether that's a PT session where you have, you know, a one-on-one trainer, whether it's a group session, whether it's a business coach or a, you know, a group coaching program, in my experience, investing in people who are where I want to be, who have had similar paths, who have already achieved the goals that I want to achieve has taken me so much further, not only because of their knowledge, but also because of the space that they hold for you. They are on that other side of the obstacle you're facing. And when you're going into the unknown, it's less scary when you've got a torch or it's even less scary when you're walking with somebody who has already been down that path. They already know where they're going. 
And like I said before, you know, Jess would put on more weight than I would because she held that space for me. She believed that it was possible. And when you've got somebody who is believing in you and who has no doubt that it's possible for you, it allows you to give yourself permission to believe that it's possible for you too. You know, you can think about this idea of, you know, proximity to people in so many different ways, but I want you to think about it in terms of representation for a minute. So think about any famous person that you've thought out, that you've thought of as an inspiration. Odds are they're an inspiration to you because you've seen a part of yourself in them. So for example, a good one at the moment is Lizzo. She recently just did a speech and she said, I didn't see anybody who was, you know, I can't remember who was exactly, but I didn't see anybody in the media who was like me. And so I was like, I'm going to go out and I'm going to be that person. You know, I'm going to be that inspiration story, that representation. So thinking back to Lizzo, right, she's pioneered the music industry. She is a large black woman who, by the media, she isn't traditionally, you know, beautiful because she's not slim. And yet here she is as a representation for other young black large women that they are talented, that they are beautiful, that they are sexy, that they are powerful and that they are strong. So imagine, you know, that representation in media is really important, but imagine how much more of an inspiration and how much more that would be magnified if you actually knew her in person, if you had access to her journey, her story, her knowledge, and her mindset, that would undoubtedly skyrocket your success, right? And so that's why for me, I've invested my time, my energy, and my money into finding mentors and peers who have been where I have and who are able to guide and support me along my journey. So that brings us around to the end of the episode. And before I do a recap and sign this episode off, I do want to do a little bit of a shameless plug for my coaching services because I am releasing two new offers shortly and I'm going to be opening up some beta spots for them. So if you've been listening along thinking that you're ready to hire your own business coach or maybe you're on the fence and you want to learn more, please do send me a DM on Instagram and we can chat about it. But the first program is for you if you're an aspiring virtual assistant or you're an online business owner who has just started your business or if you want to but you don't know where to start so this one's going to be for you if you're you're in the very beginning stages and you're just overwhelmed with the amount of information online and need a little bit of support and guidance to help you build your foundation for success now the second program is going to be for you if you are a little bit more experienced if you're a va a social media manager or you're just an online service provider who has tried to do all on your own but you now realize it's not as easy as it appears online and it's going to be for you if you're stuck making around or below $2,000 per month and you want to learn how to market and sell your services so you can take your business to the next level and start hitting your 5, 10K months. So if either of these new offers are speaking to you, please do send me a DM on Instagram. We can jump on a call to see if you'd be a good fit for the beta program. And if you are, then we can chat about what support could look like for you. But let's recap this lesson. So the five lessons are, number one, you can't be consistent when you're relying on motivation alone. Number two is you can't measure your progress if you're changing your strategy every week. Number three is to begin rewarding the action rather than the results. Number four is that you are stronger and you are more capable than you think. You just have to give yourself permission to actually believe. And the fifth one is support and guidance from somebody who's been where you are will get you to where you want to be quicker and is going to make it more enjoyable. Now, I hope you found this episode valuable. And if you have, I've got lots more coming. So make sure you subscribe and don't forget to rate it five stars because that will really, really help us push the word out and make sure you share it with a friend so we can grow the channel more and just grow the Create With Confidence community in general. That's all for this week. Thank you again for listening and I will speak to you in the next episode.